Hello and welcome to Upstage the Podcast, your regular dose of theatre news and reviews. I'm Rachel. And I'm Abby. And depending on when you're listening to this, it might be Olivier's Day. Happy Olivier's Day! Hooray! We will actually be at the Olivier's if you're listening to this on Sunday evening. So stay tuned for next episode where we'll be doing a review of the night in person and obviously talking about the winners and the losers. (laughs) Losers. But first, this week we are going to be reviewing Betrayal, which Abby saw recently with Tom Hiddleston, and we're going to be talking about musicals that have been adapted into movies. I really enjoyed how you said that I went to see Betrayal with Tom Hiddleston. It makes it sound like <laughs> Tom and I were just out for a night out. <laughs> like, should we catch Betrayal? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? So, theatre news this week. The thing that I'm most excited about, I literally yelped when I saw this news. <laughs> I, I, I thought of you as soon as I yeah. saw it. Um, Bianca Del Rio is joining the cast of Everybody's Talking About Jamie as Loco Chanel. I'm so excited about this. Obviously, if you don't know her, she is a drag queen who won season six, the best season, of RuPaul's Drag Race a few years ago and has done like stand-up comedy tours and other stuff since then. And is now going to be making her Western debut. The cast at the minute is really quite good i think leighton williams is obviously jamie at the moment and faye tozer from steps and strictly is miss hedge so i think we're definitely going to go and see it when when bianca joins the cast on the 6th of may and she'll be performing until the 29th of june so you've got two months if you're a del rio fan god knows i am excellent (laughs) casting it is i think it's a really perfect cast and he actually has done theater before i don't know if it was on Broadway and he's always been like involved with the theatre he used to like make costumes way back when when he was a wee baby of a thing so yeah just exciting for him to be able to make his West End debut in a really good show it's interesting that they keep putting these American stars yeah. in like do you think Jamie will transfer to Broadway because they're talking they're doing the movie yes speaking of musicals mm, turning into movies actually yep. or they're it's in like early stages of making a movie they're mm. casting a movie for Jamie mm. So I wonder, I think, I wonder whether, when it'll end I mean, up on Broadway, if slash when. They love drag queens over there. They do. They, Billy Elliot went to, I know it's not the same thing, but it's... Kinky Boots is closed. Kinky is Boots closing. has now closed, but it's went closed. on for a long time. Yeah, but I'm just saying, there's a gap in the market there. There's a gap in the market, and I feel like Broadway does take to that kind of story quite well. Yeah. Um, I just hate the thought of American people trying to do Sheffield accents. I would. I wouldn't expect it to be any better than the Nottingham accents that no. they tried in King Coots, to be honest. I would so. have to go see it if I was in New York, I think, <laughs> just to see just to see what the fuck they do. <laughs> Although Michelle Visage and the little bit that they did on, uh, was it Children in Need, that she did mm. a little bit of a performance on, her accent wasn't as bad as I was expecting. Well, that's, I, you know. She is another one who has done theatre i yeah. mean i say they this, are like performers actors are supposed are to be able to do accents annalee ashford is a great actress but cannot mm. do an accent to save their life yeah a lot of people so, struggle it depends on the person i suppose doesn't it it really and depends as on the with person. many things in life <laughs> almost everything almost, almost. almost everything, you might say um so yeah that's the first piece of news the next bit of news is that big the musical is coming to the west end from september for a limited run, just nine weeks, at the Dominion Theatre. This is a musical that was on Broadway in the 90s, musical version of the film. Mm. So, again, the opposite, on, on the theme. The, the opposite, opposite theme, actually. The, the opposite theme. way around, but very much on theme today. Mm. Musical version of the Tom Hanks film from the late 80s, I want to say. But it was, made on yeah, Broadway in the 90s. Film. Great film, slightly weird. Um, when you, slightly, If you think about it yeah. a bit too not even a bit too much i think i just didn't really ever think about mm. it until it's like 13 news. going on 30 also creepy 
Yeah, but at least they were children together. <laughs> You're right. Don't yeah. ruin that film for me. I love 13. Can I come 13? Soon we will be 30, 30 and 30. Oh my God, we will. Won't that be nice? Uh, anyway. Mm. So, um, yeah, Big was on Broadway in the 90s for various reasons. Didn't do very well, but it's it's back, guys. So this production has played in a couple of regional venues in the past couple of years, but this will be the show's West End debut. We're starring Jay McGuinness, who won Strictly a couple of years ago, who was in the boy band The Wanted. Lovely young man. He's also just um, been in Rip, Rip It, it up, up with other Strictly Lewis Smith people. Lewis and Smith, Harry Judd, Judd and Aston, Aston. Merigold. Um, mm. So yeah, it's not his West End debut, mm-hmm. but obviously a big role for him (laughs) 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 oh very good um so yeah i know i didn't even know this was a musical i have to i also didn't know know that it was a thing that existed yeah um but it does and soon we will be able to see it i wonder what they'll do about the big piano because obviously that's featuring their marketing it's, and it's obviously such a there iconic are production thing. shots of people on a big piano oh well so there is there you go folks that you there will be first. a big piano don't you worry kids um <laughs> the kids haven't seen big the kids don't know what big is <laughs> do you know what's sad the kids probably don't know what mrs doubtfire is i hope and the kids do classic film i hope the kids oh big came out before we were kids and we've seen it that's true i used I to be able to do the rap I can't anymore but Aww. i used to be able to i was like i'm gonna learn are you gonna rap. be in the, the cast obviously i've said i should be in the, the cast in the cast i could i'm small enough yeah yeah just rock up at some auditions and be like i'm 12 <laughs> and i'm like oh you know are you yes yes i am put my hair in bunches yeah hmm. oh. the last piece oh. of extremely important news is that oh yeah patty lupone has joined twitter everybody she's on twitter she's on twitter and she's coming for you her first tweet was genius quality quality, quality content everything you'd expect um obviously company's finished now so she's got nothing better so to sad. do so what why not and i think everybody should go and follow her because she's just great she is great hmm. patty lapone <laughs> michael ball <laughs> oh i wonder what michael ball's oh. doing probably just relaxing before blame is yeah he's got he's got a big year coming he's up got a big year big year for ball yeah so this week's review is on betrayal which is a play starring tom hiddleston charlie cox and Zor Ashton, we think is how you pronounce her name. Every time I say it, I second guess myself. Yeah, Zor, not hundred percent. Zor, sure. What did you think of it? I thought it was very good. Hmm. It, like Come From Away, is a ninety-minute straight through no interval. Oh, nice. Which turns out I'm a big fan. Yeah, of. it's nice. It is In nice. And out, still got a bit of evening left. Exactly. Yeah, it's just like you sat down there. You are. What's it about? It is about betrayal. No. <laughs> it's basically about these three. It's about three people. It's a play with right. three people, and it's yeah. about three people. Right, okay. Oh. It is about a, a trio of characters who are... <laughs> so three people. Three pe- <laughs> I don't know how to say what things are about. I'm really bad at this. <laughs> you can say three people. It's about three people who are... Betrayers. Betrayers in various <laughs> ways. Basically, there's Tom Hiddleston and Zord Ashton. We're just going to commit. We're going to commit. commit let's Zor. commit to Zor. We might Tom be Hiddles- Sorry if so. Yeah, we are sorry. Tom and Zor are a married couple. Right. Zor and Charlie may have had a tiny little affair. No. Um. And Tom and Charlie are best pals. Right. I thought you were going to say Tom Your and face. Charlie. Your face was also, like, I've got to get to see this. I was like, is this abducted in plain sight? But in a play. <laughs> no, no. There's a lot of interesting dynamics. It right. is... Um, 
obviously it's Harold Pinter. It's part of the Pinter at the Pinter season. Um, so it kind of goes without saying that it is incredibly well written and funny and nuanced. It's quite subtle and, and small. And the way it's produced as well, there's very like stark in terms of staging. There's barely any set. There's just kind of a couple of chairs that they move around and at one point a table. Um, mm. But not much else. And um, the three lead actors, I'm pretty sure, are always all on stage. Mm. So if the scene is just two people, the third person will always be in the background kind of reacting as and when, but mm-hmm. otherwise just kind of doing interesting little things. So I think it was very well produced. Um, Tom Hiddleston and Charlie Cox were both phenomenal. Mm. I I feel bad saying, like I feel when it's such a small cast, I feel bad. I feel like Zawashan was still was good mm. but maybe just isn't quite at the same level as tom hiddleston and charlie cox mm. it, it felt a little bit more like she was delivering lines where it felt whereas they were just kind of they were their characters mm. i thought it was also the characterization's really interesting because they're kind of all quite unlikable mm. but not in a really not in a way that you kind of feel it when you're watching them when you're watching them a lot of the time they're pleasant enough and charming and you leave and you're like oh they're actually all terrible people <laughs> Even at one point, there's a line about Tom Hiddleston hitting his wife. Mm. And you're like, and everyone's like, like, ooh. But then it's kind of a joke, but kind of not. And it's awful. Like, I don't know if it's like, don't feel sorry for him that the, these people have yeah. been having an affair for years behind his back. Mm. Or, I don't know, it's just very clever. Like, I don't want to say too much about the plot without giving, you know, I don't want to give the whole plot away, even though it's not really, like, the plot is kind of not necessarily the most important thing. Mm. But there's all these kind of clever little nuances, which I think it's so well written that even though you're like oh i kind of hate all these people you also can totally see why people would be friends with them and why they would have ended up in this situation all the little Mm. things so yeah i think a very strong production Mm. the only thing that slightly threw me off is it's very much in its times like it's very much not in modern time because they're writing letters to each other there's Mm. certain things of how they're communicating that kind of have to be that way to facilitate the story and yet i still felt they were very they were dressed as if it was modern day, which right. kind of throws... It's yeah. kind of like, why? A bit anachronistic. Is that, what yes. is that the word? I think it is. It's, it's a word. It. it is a word. But that's a tiny little thing. Yeah. I do think it was very good. I don't think I've seen much Pinter, so I was a little bit nervous going in because I did, let's be honest, pretty much book the tickets because it was Tom Hiddleston. But, <sighs> I don't really yeah, like it was Tom very Hiddleston. good. Oh, he was very good. I believe that he's he a needs good actor. A bit of a haircut. Like his hair at some points looked a bit, long, a bit like a bit it looked a bit like mine when I haven't <laughs> looked after it. <laughs> like I kind of looked at him and was like, Oh, I'm not sure I'd leave the house if my hair looked like no, that. Give it a comb. Yeah, I'm just like give it a comb, Tom. Just, even just yeah. Mm. Smooth it out a bit. Yeah. Just mm, sort of Um he was very good. Like I feel like he was one of those I mean, because obviously both him and Charlie Cox were theatre actors before yeah. before Hollywood found them. Mm. But I think you can really see why he's got this kind of star quality because he is a very magnetic performer. Mm. I think like you really do, you're kind of drawn into everything he does and everything seems so natural. So yeah, it turns out Tom Hiddleston can act. Quite good. Mm. Mm. Yeah, would recommend. Funny and also dramatic. Okay, so now we are going to talk about musicals that have moved to the silver screen we're going to talk about the good and the bad in terms of musicals that have become 
films. And then there's a few upcoming ones that we also wanted to talk about. Yeah. So obviously, Cats is happening, which has an all-star cast. Cast is like cats, but with two letters different. Yes. Oh. Yes, it is. Good cast of cats. That's fun. So, I mean, Taylor Swift's in it. That's all I really know. James Corden, I think, is in it. James Jennifer Corden's Hudson's in it. In it. Judy Ian Dench McKellen. In it. Oh, no, is she? Yeah, she is. I think I feel like she is probably she? is. Um, I feel like I'm yeah, just she's the old cat. I'm just saying that people are in it, but they might not oh. be. ZZ Stralin's in it. Barack Obama's in it. Taylor Swift? Barack Obama's Gandhi. not in it. Gandhi. Isn't Gandhi dead? He is dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, you've gone too far there. Jesus. <laughs> and Moses. <laughs> Not Moses. I've always wanted to see Moses. So that, I believe, is December next year. I feel like it's still quite a way away. They've got to animate the cats. The Wicked mu- movie has been rumoured for a while, but I feel like it has... It is, is now happening. It's officially. now officially happening. And I think they're, they're casting it, for yeah. it. So that's exciting. And then there's a Miss Saigon movie that the Cami Mac has been talking about for a long time, yeah. ever since they did the staged recording the recording of the musical Um, in the heights is in the works in the heights is in the works with um anthony Anthony ramos Ramos, and i can't remember remember the guy's name i'm really sorry but they cast benny Benny. they have cast benny Corey, cody Corey begins with a c west side story 2.0 west side story 2.0 which is we will come back to because we're going to talk about west side story in a bit but also exciting with rachel zegler and ansel elgort and many other like appropriately Broadway people. Well, I was going to say, back then I couldn't think of a way to say it. Hispanic? <laughs> yeah, but like, no, I wanted to say it like appropriately raced, but that doesn't no, I, make yeah, sense. Yeah. <laughs> Do you it's know what not I mean? all white. Of the appropriate yeah, race. You're right. That's what yeah. I meant. Um, so that's exciting. That's been well cast, I think. So there's a lot of upcoming movie musicals, which is interesting because I'm always like, well, I will go and see it because I love all musicals, but then I often don't go and see them. Or I'm because let of, down if I do. Yeah. So let's talk about the bad and then we'll talk about the good and end on a happy note. Nice. So I believe we've talked about this before. No one else would probably have. But the Les Mis film was hyped for so long. <laughs> like I was very excited was about so it excited. for a long time because it's a great musical and it feels like it would lend itself well to a film. Like it's got an actual plot, like a, a real plot and a lot of musicals don't have a plot really. It's got a lot of really great interesting characters. It's got a lot of great songs. And I just didn't like it. I uh, feel like yeah. we... Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure we've talked about this before. I feel like we can't have got through as many episodes as we have without talking about how much it was not good. It was, it how was, much bad it was. How much bad it was. And I still can't decide whose fault it was. Like, I want to blame Tom Hooper. Because I just want to blame him for a lot of things, really. But I, I think it was a bad choice to have them sing live. I agree. I think... A lot of the casting wasn't... And I, like... It's tricky because a lot of the casting was great. I think the students were great. I'm sure we've talked about this. I think the students were excellently cast. A lot of Broadway West End yep. names in there. I think Eddie Redmayne was fine. I think Amanda Seafried, Seafried, Seafried. I can't pronounce people's names. I think she was, you know, she was as irritating as you're meant to be. as because I think... But for... For me, Hugh Jackman was really badly cast. Oh, Samantha Box was really good. Samantha Box was really good. Yeah. So basically, like the the youth were yes. good. Yeah. And I thought the the elders, uh, as much as yes. Hugh Jackman is not old, obviously. I just think that He's Hugh Jackman old. was was not well cast. No. He couldn't. He didn't. He just didn't quite get it. His version of Jean Valjean just wasn't my Jean Valjean. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he didn't sing the songs the way I like those songs to be sung. I just wish they'd cast John Owen Jones to do it, to be honest. They should just cast someone better. Better at singing, but also just less... Annoying? Yeah, sure. I just think he, like, overacted certain things and didn't play up. Like, he was just, like, it was very... A very obvious performance. It was a very obvious performance, yeah. Um, Have you seen The Greatest Showman? Yes. What's he like in that? He is just fine, I think. Mm. I think it's more his thing. I think that Hugh Jackman is a bit overrated. I'm saying that. I'm putting it out there. I also think he is. I think The Greatest Showman, he he was okay in it. But I just think he's himself. As soon as he gets to sing a song, he's just himself. He's not acting anymore. He's like, it's me. I'm singing. Hello, it's me, Hugh. I'm, I'm great. Hugh. Yeah. Have you met me, Hugh Jackman? Fantastic. I'm the performer. boy from Oz. Yeah. And I'm um, just, I... Yeah. I think Les, Les Mis was disappointing for some I don't think Anne Hathaway's great in it. Do you I'm not? I'm sorry. I just, I, I mean, I she's think, I fine. think she's inoffensive in it. I don't think... I think the... Russell, Russell, Russell Jones, then, that's not his name. Russell Crowe. I didn't... I definitely just expressed my displeasure at how stars was, was in the film. I was more upset by Hugh Jackman than I was by Russell Crowe. I think because we expected to be let down by Russell Crowe, whereas we didn't yeah. with Hugh Jackman. But I also think Russell Crowe was slightly better at act, the acting side of it. <laughs> slightly. Yeah. Than Hugh Jackman. Yeah. But it was also how, like, it was all the tight close-ups on the face. Oh, because, so tight. I mean, like, it's hard to act well when there's a camera right in your face, I would imagine. Mm. But it was just like, it was a bit, it was too much. It was too much emotion. It was as if they were like, we're going to give you something the stage can't give you. And I'm like, well, actually, some some of these numbers, you need to not be as close up on them because they are a bit over the top and you need to be a little bit of a step back. Yeah. And there were just weird things like Hugh Jackman just wandering around like an empty room for five minutes singing. I'm like, why you want to sit still? Yeah. Stop moving. There's no... I know you can do a long shot, Tom Hooper. Yeah. Just sit down. There's no reason narratively for a lot of the decisions the problem that i have with all of his films which is that they're so directed do you know what i mean like he has this obsession with negative space where someone will be right on the edge of the frame and the rest of the film like will be blank and i'm like it looks nice but it feels like such a choice that i'm taken out of the action yeah i mean i like i'm don't want to say this what are you gonna say i like some of his films what films i like the king's speech i didn't hate king's speech to be fair I just, I just was, think it, he, it was, like Hugh Jackman, right. is overrated. I think maybe you're right, and it was too. Everything was too much of a decision. The acting, the yeah. yes, like everything was. You you didn't lose yourself in it. Yeah, I was always aware of the choices that actors were making, the directing yeah. choices that had been made, the yeah. choice, like the set, like it's everything when they're, they're like, they want you to think this is beautiful and stunning. And I think the end when they all go, you know, the bit that's like at the end at the barricade and all the, mm. I, mean, I was going to say spoiler alert, who the fuck cares? The film's been out for ages and it's lame is. <laughs> the bit where like all the dead people kind of come back and sing and they're all on the barricade at the end of the film. Yeah. That I think looks visually stunning. But I think they were, like, even that was a bit like, look how beautiful this is. Mm. Look how beautiful everything. Everything's beautiful. Yeah. But also tragic and dirty and so sad. <laughs> oh, it's raining. Poverty it's so is sad. sad. Yes. Um, the French are so sad. So sad. These poor French people. These so poor, poor French. Oui, oui. Mais oui. <laughs> so that's Les Mis. We can't go on about it anymore. We've talked about it enough. At length. Let's talk about Sweeney Todd. Sure. Have you seen the Sweeney Todd film? I've seen the film. I've never seen the stage show. I have also never seen the stage show, but would really like to one day with like an appropriately good cast. I'm yeah. still regretful that I didn't see Michael Ball and Imelda Staunton. So I, sad. My instinct, having not seen the stage show, is that the stage show would be better than the film. Yes. Well, I 
have this on the list because I just don't think the film is that good. Um, and so we can't really talk about it as an adaptation because we haven't seen the stage show. But I just, as a film, I feel like Johnny Depp is fine in it. Um, and Helena Bonham Carter's... I was going to say she's always good about that. I didn't like her in Limits. Again, a bit too obvious. A bit too obvious. A bit too creepy. And I think she was a bit too obvious in Sweeney Todd as well, actually, yeah. thinking about it. But again, a great cast like Alan Rickman and Sasha Baron Cohen and Jamie Campbell-Bauer and Timothy Spall and Laura Michelle Kelly. Great cast. A lot of good voices there. But I just felt like it was a bit flat. Like I didn't feel like it really went there in a I way agree. that I think the it stage felt, show does. Yeah, having it felt very there. slow. It's very sanitised for what it is. Yeah. Which is like a really dark story of like serial murder and vengeance. And again, there were a lot of like weird sort of sweeping shots of Johnny Depp that just took me out of the action a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I think it's one of those things that like a lot of it you could just tell would work better on stage because the song's telling the story and there doesn't necessarily need to be anything going on cinematically. Yes. Which is fine, except that on on stage that doesn't feel as slow moving but in film it really really does yeah um if it's one person just singing a song for ages and the only thing you've got to show is them in a like gray room that feels really on film where you're used to things you know kind of just being a bit more dynamic that feels flat you're right i think you're exactly right that's that's my thought another film that i think I don't, I don't dislike the film, but I think it's darker on stage, and it felt like a sort of a sanitized Disney version of it. Is Into the Woods? I agree. Yes, um, which is very, very dark. Um, like the Little Red Riding Hood story is really dark, and I mean, people's parents die in the second act. I think it's a weird thing with Into the Woods. It loses in the film both some of its darkness and a lot of its humor. Mm. So I think. The standout scene for me in the film, the thing that, like, the bit of the film for me that captures the stage essence the most is agony. Because I think that... It's like, really funny. It really, it really has that, like, jokey, sort of, like, playful thing that the stage... Ha- like, even when the stage show is doing... Is, like, talking about the really horrible stuff, mm. it still has that... It's a bit more jovial than the film. The film was like, we are dark, and this is a dark, gritty retelling of, se- of fairy tales. Yeah. Whereas the stage show does that while also having, like, a lightness to it that the film never... I think never quite got. I also, and I'm, I'm, I'd like to apologise to everyone before I say these words. Like, um, I feel bad saying these. I can't. I don't think Mal Streep's great in it. I, I mean, she can't rap for a start, and there's a rap which I just don't understand why Stephen Sondheim wrote a rap for the witch in the first place. But anyway, um, yeah, that bit's just sort of awkward because she's like your grandma yeah. trying to rap. I just think she's a bit over dramatic. She's it? very over dramatic in it. And she feels like she's in sort of a different film. Yeah, it's one way to to do it. She looks great when she becomes like the attractive witch again. Oh, yeah. I think like there's a lot of benefits into the... Into the Woods, I think, at least watching it as a film, it has a bit... It's a bit better paced than Sweeney Todd. It has... I just think it loses some of that like Sondheim magic. Like you watch and you're like, that was fine. Whereas you watch the stage show and you're like, and you're like, oh, that was really clever and really well done. Whereas the stage show kind of... The film kind of strips some of that like cleverness and i think yeah you're right in pointing out that the disney thing i think the disneyness of it yeah does play a part in that because yeah. they wanted to make it fine for children like a darkness that's suitable for children yes like it's not even i mean it is obvious but it's not like explicit that the baker's wife even dies that's true like she just falls off a cliff she could be fine some just people fall off cliffs and they're fine. she's run off with the prince maybe she's fine maybe she's fine 
I really liked Emily Blunt in it. I thought she was great. I think great. Emily Blunt was great. I, I think James Corden. James Corden is, is great in it. Anna Kendrick was good. Yeah. Um, Chris Pine, excellent. Chris Pine, the kids were great. Yeah. Billy Magnuson, is that his name? Yes. The other prince. Yeah. I mean, there's just, it is a very, it's a very good cast. There's a lot of like excellent moments scattered through. Yeah. yeah. Which you don't necessarily get in like limits. Like, there are not yeah. really, there aren't really any excellent moments in limits. No, I would really struggle to put it. If it's not the students, nothing's excellent, if I'm honest. Let's talk now about what might be a polarizing one because I know people love both this show and this film. It's Mamma Mia. I'm gonna say that I've never seen the stage show. I don't know. If I've never seen this. Never seen. I can't talk never to that. Never seen the stage show. I've never seen the stage show and never will. The film, you love it. I love it. I know we're on different pages here. I have seen the film so many times that I I could not tell you how many. I have vivid memories of the day I went to see it in the cinema. And I've watched it multiple times since. And I fucking love Mamma Mia 2. I've not seen Mamma Mia 2. And you're missing out because it really was one of the best films of 2018. Sorry about (laughs) it. Just had an excellent time. So I've seen the original Mamma Mia and I have watched it quite a few times because the songs are so good. Like ABBA's music is great. And the Greek island Island where it's shot is beautiful. And like the sea is sparkly and it just looks gorgeous. The problem with the film is the script... And the acting, apart from Julie Walters, who is a queen always, uh, and Christine, Christine and Christine Baranski, I was just getting there. But it's like so the queen of my life, <laughs> Christine Baranski. It's just so like Amanda Seyfried sings fine, but like the acting choices. Are- oh, see, now I love it because I feel like it was very deliberately like every person that cast is like just be fucking insane just go over the top <laughs> just like don't make a reasonable acting choice these aren't real people just go a little bit insane. like there are moments of like humanity to them but it's basically just like look this is a silly film we're all gonna have a bit of fun it's all just a little bit silly it and, is and very you can tell, silly. like the, when they're like dancing with the like flipping and they're just like <laughs> flipping along and you're just like this is just i watch so it and i just think they're just in... having the most oh fun. i can't remember the song i think it's vulo vu where they like swing in it's like what are the ropes attached to they're on the top of a hill there's like they sw- what are you swinging from it doesn't matter it they're matters. just having fun i just watch it and i'm like that cast are having the most fun filming this film and i just feel like i'm having fun with them uh, yeah it's a it's a very very feel-good film which, and the music does carry it a long way yeah, because which i feel like because so from what i understand when mamma mia was first conceived and like workshopped as a stage show they thought it was going to be like a serious thing with right? abba music with abba music which it obviously is, and from what I understand of the stage show, it has like this sort of party atmosphere. There's a reason it's gone on for, you know, been successful for so many years. And I think the film just like captures the essence of that. And there is a storyline. And there is... There is just about a storyline. There is... A, and and there's Colin Firth. Colin Firth's fine in it. And Stellan Skarsgård is fine in it. Pierce Brosnan singing I SOS. I don't hate me it. in my dreams. You know what? He's just a guy having fun singing a song. He's like struggling to breathe oh, singing that song i think he's fine because it doesn't matter that he can't sing that well in, like, in my family it's fun. like a running joke like someone will just do a pierce Brosnan impression oh, singing sos it. it's so funny it makes me i just talk. think that there's something just so joyous about the film i think it's one of the films with just like the purest joy and i don't and I, I, I don't say i i wouldn't say i didn't enjoy it and i have watched it more than once i probably watched it more than many of the musicals on this list but I don't think it's good. I just I think it's it. good at what it does. I'm not saying it deserved an Oscar. I think you are saying that, actually. Mamma Mia 2, however, <laughs> robbed 
Um, I just think it's trying to be silly and it does it. Yeah. It's trying to be it fun. It does commit to it. It does that. And it's just yeah, trying, to, be trying to have a good time. And that's what we should all do. Just do you know what? Have a good do you know time, what I kids? think is trying to have a good time that you hate? It's like the opposite. It's Rent. Rent's not trying to have a good time. Nothing about that film I is trying to have a good time. You'll find that Lovey Boehm is extremely joyous. Sure. As is yes, for them, at not least for the people trying one to other run song that cafe. in the musical. No, maybe not for the people. I know everybody hates the Rent film, and I do think. Well, I sort of think it was a mistake to cast the original Broadway cast in it because they are they too are. old for those roles. And I read an interesting thing today when I was like researching this episode that was like, um, you feel like sympathetic for them when they were like on Broadway and they were actually in the twenties, and now they're just like get a, just get a real job. It You're would clearly be 35. like if for the In the Heights film now, like that's about the if time Lynn difference. Was, yeah. If they were just like Lynn, Chris Jackson, like if yeah. all the original In the Heights, I cast, love Chris Jackson, and you're just like like that would not be you would not. <laughs> so yeah, I accept that that was a mistake, but having them all back together on film in the roles that they created i think is nice i think it's a nice little time capsule of 1990s new york and i think the songs are great and i think it's worth a watch like i know it's not good i know there are many many flaws with the film but i still watch it all the time when i just want to be cheered up even though it's not a happy show <laughs> like you watch rent when you want to be cheered up i watch rent when i want to be cheered up because the music it just it's good um like, I think. Well, um, here's why you're wrong. Um, no, I'm not going to say much because we've talked extensively about we Rent on this have, podcast. Yeah. There's multiple um, records of how I of what I think about the show. Yeah. Um, I feel like I don't necessarily hate it as much. Like I would sit oh, through good. The, the stage show. Um, you enjoyed the stage show when we I saw did, it. I did. Yeah. Like you know what? Like I have a lot of issues with Rent, but that doesn't mean that I don't think there's merit to it. Obviously. Yeah. Um, I do think that there's some really bad... Now, I'm not... I would love to know more about, like, you know, cinematography and film production-y stuff and direction. Mm. I don't know that much, but even I can tell that there's some really bad cinematic decisions <laughs> in Rent. Like it's moments Christopher where, Columbus. It shouldn't be that bad. Yeah, but, like, there's moments where, A, characters meet each other having never met before, but apparently they know each other, which, like, doesn't happen in the stage show. So it's like, just think about it. Just, like, storyboard a little bit more carefully. And there's moments where, like, the camera just does weird things. Like, it's... I'm thinking specifically, I can't even remember what song it is, but where Roger's up on the, like, balcony, and he's actually... I can't... I really, really can't remember what it is, but I just remember thinking, this is really weirdly done, that he's up there... Mimi's on the street. They're singing to each other. It's another day. Is it another? I mean, yeah. And then all the other guys come up behind. Yeah, it's Mimi's another day. Suddenly best friends with them, even though they're Roger's friends, and she yeah. literally only knows one of them. But sure. Yeah. But the camera is with Mimi at that time, even though like Roger should be the sympathetic character, and that's like it's just a very weird. No, I it, think Mimi should be the sympathetic. Really, I don't. Yeah, think because so. she's trying bit. to like, drag Roger down. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So I think there's like some really odd, weird. And, odd, yeah. And I. I think like it's a very sanitized. New yeah, it's York not gritty. And very caricaturized. Is that a word? Nah. Um, New York, but you know, if you can't get to see a stage show of Rent, then sure, watch it because the music you know, is great. Um, I just think like I think as a film, it is it is just a bad, badly made film. <sighs> I can't agree with this. I can't. And the cast are way too old. But apart from that, apart from that's great. Well done. <laughs> Let's talk about some films we can both agree on. 
Well, you don't know. You don't I know don't what surprise know. opinions I might have. I don't know what, what might happen now. Um, but Greece. I mean, yeah, no, Greece okay, is good. excellent. Um, so Greece, although you'd think it was a film first, it was actually a musical first in 1971, and then the film came out in 1978. I would have assumed the film came out earlier than that, but I was wrong. Um, obviously, Greece is a classic. I feel like it's now... Even though it started as a musical, I feel like I never need to see the musical. I feel like yeah, what's the point? I agree. Um, also, I I love that we just criticised Rent for casting people who are way too old. Now we're like, <laughs> yeah. Greece, John Travolta is youthful. <laughs> that random middle-aged um, guy who's friends with John Travolta. Oh my definitely god! Yeah, Kinnicky is literally. He must be like what? Kinnicky looks old, but there's another one who like literally has a receding hairline. And you're just like <laughs> the blonde. Come on, come oh on. no, that's the evil, the viper, whatever. His oh name yeah, is. but he's like um, he's, he's, he's got the, the skin of an old man. He has got the skin. He's got oh. old man skin. Um, Living Newton John, also full of youth. Yeah, a youthful cast. Um, but just such a just such a great film. It's a great film. Problematic in terms of oh. storyline. Awful. Sure. Don't change yourself for a man, kids. Especially one that treats you that badly. But she does look great in that outfit. You she can't does. lie. But, you know, she couldn't be. No. Well, maybe in, maybe Sandy could. Olivia yes. Newton-John sure couldn't. Yeah. I'm really hoping shoes. that Sandy could or else. Can you imagine? Oof. Anyway, it's a great film. And the music is great. And the dance routines are great at the... Yeah. I was going to say at the hop. What do at they call the, it? The hop. At the... Oh, is it prom? It's a, at the dance. Just say dance. At the dance. At the dance. I was going to say, it can't be prom because John Travolta's too old for it to be like, prom. But I'm um, like, he's meant to be like 17. Yeah. Yeah, they are meant to be in school. And at the carnival at the end. Yeah. Like the little, the dance routine. With, yeah. Um, we also, Stockard Channing. It's oh, a delight. Phenomenal. Again, so old, but. Oh yeah. So good. That's my favourite song in the whole show. There are worse things I could do. Mm. Oh, it is so good. That, I love Hopelessly Devoted to You. I think what the film of Greece does is it makes like, believe, so things like, there are worse things I can do and hopelessly devoted. Like the songs that are that are just one character singing about their feelings for a long time. Mm. The movement in it seems believable and yeah. kind of natural. It doesn't feel like, and then because we can't have you standing in one place, you're going to walk and then lean against this pillar and then yeah. walk a little bit into the car park. And then It just feels like this makes sense for the character to be doing it. Mm-hmm. And I just think it doesn't hurt that the whole cast is like, Apart from their age, they're all <laughs> yeah. like perfectly cast. Yes. And I loved Marty when I was growing up. I loved Marty. Yes. And Jan. Yeah. And Frenchie. I love Frenchie. They're all just so good. And it, it does, I mean, obviously I'm going to say it sums up that time period. I don't know. I wasn't there. But you know, like I just feel True, like yeah. it is in a polished musical theatre sort of way, really captures the essence of the time and... Of every, I just it's just a great film. It's just so a much great fun. Feel good film. It's a true classic. It really is. I would also like to talk about Chicago. Yeah. Which won Best Picture is at the it? Oscars Oscar in its win. year, and I think Rob Marshall is a genius. I think he, obviously, I think Renee Zellweger and Catherine Zeta Jones and Queen Latifah are all incredible in this film and appropriately aged. Yes. Which makes a difference, but I just think the way all of it was framed, like Cell Block Tango, is just it's iconic. Fun. Yeah, and so is when you're good to mama. I think because yeah. she's just so good in that number. I think the the way it switches, like the from the realism, yes, to the like absurd, the fantasy sequences, and like yeah. the it's the song that called they both reach for the gun. They we both we both reach for the gun. Yeah, um, that's great. Like that, I love the that whole song. kind of sequence of that, like the way they like bring the kind of theatrical elements to life in the mm. film. I just think it's it's very cleverly done. 
in a way that maybe like Greece does like the sort of big dance numbers part of the mm. of the theater vibe but Chicago really kind of in a way that only film can cuz it can be bigger and shinier and mm. more kind of visually impressive than stage in certain certain ways but it does that always with that kind of that flair of theatricality mm. um, beautifully put oh thank you um, um it's just great Richard Gere is also fantastic in it yeah. I really love both of Billy Flynn's songs they're oh, both great so good I really, really love Chicago. I think fully deserved Best Picture, even Absolutely. though I probably haven't seen any of the other nominees from that year. And people do say that it didn't deserve Best Picture, but false, wrong. Another musical Best Picture winner is West Side Story, which came out in 1961 after the musical opened in 1957. I have to confess that I haven't still haven't seen West Side Story all the way through. I got halfway through and then I think I was streaming it and the stream broke and so I stopped. I... I just, I just don't just, know what to say to that. I know. Um, well, I would recommend watching the second half. It yeah, is I will. An incredibly well-made film. The choreography, just every little aspect. Obviously, the casting slightly problematic in that there's a slightly. lot of white people who shouldn't be white. But it was the '60s, early '60s. Mm. People, people were problematic. Sorry about it, guys. Even more so than now, which is Even, hard to believe. Yeah, but it is. Just a phenomenally well-made Phenomenally. I haven't seen a stage show. No, I, we really need I to do that. To. Bring it back to London, please, if people are listening. It's in Manchester, isn't it? So we yeah, did say we, is, we do think it's going to transfer. That I is think. Um, far away. It's not that, that far away. Not we could that get far a train. away. We could get a trade. Other films we enjoy that were stage shows initially, Dreamgirls, which is... Beyonce an, is just an incredible excellent in cast. Jennifer Hudson is yeah. like insanely like just just generally a very well cast film. Mm. Um, I do think it suffers slightly the Sweeney Todd slowness, which the yes. stage show doesn't have. It's very long, but some really magical kind of standalone moments. Mm. Um, Hairspray, which was a, a non musical film adapted into a musical stage show adapted into a musical film. Yeah, the film is great. It's great fun. I love it. It's so um, much fun. This it does lose some of the story elements that make the stage show make a little bit more sense yeah. narratively. But I think it's just such a kind of fun, silly show that doesn't necessarily matter when you're like, oh, I'm having to take a massive narrative yeah. leap here. Yeah. But you're like, it's fine, because look at Zac Efron's face. Yeah. And also it was before Amanda Bynes went mental. Oh, yeah. She's back now. She's back to normal. Yeah. But it was when she was still wholesome and like in her Amanda show phase. Yeah. I hope that she is doing well. I hope she is too. Um, Queen Latifah again. Queen Latifah. Oh, her. Michelle Pfeiffer. Christopher Walken. Phenomenal. Oh, it's so good. Just you know what? I'm going to rewatch Hairspray. I fucking love Hairspray. I Me have a too. giant Hairspray poster in my teenage bedroom. I am now a checkerboard chick. Oh, it's, it's such so good. good. Again, another one I have danced around a lot too. Also just an excellent message of inclusivity. And acceptance. And, acceptance and tolerance. And love. And, and representation. I wonder what the young lady who played Little Inez is doing now. She was excellent. Run and tell that in that film is so, so good. good. Elijah Kelly is great. Yeah. Look her up. She must be... She's a real grown-up by now. I hope she's doing well. I hope everyone's doing well. She was well. great. Her verse in Run and Tell That is brilliant. Just, oh, fucking love that film. What a great Again, film. Again, so joyous in a sort of mamma type vein. Just pure joy. I'm sure there's lots of other things we haven't talked about. But yeah, I just think it's interesting that there seems to be such a resurgence of Films. adaptations of stage shows. I don't know how I think Wicked will be. I don't know. I, I can't think... picture it as a film. Neither can I. Good. In the Heights, similarly, I can't really picture as a film, but I, I think I trust Lima Miranda. 
I think Anthony Ramos will be good, but I he will be good. I I feel like it will lose some of its vibrancy and aliveness. Yes, not the aliveness. If it's not on stage, like honestly, that's like I think that's like films ninety six thousand and the opening number are like such big, and you feel really in it. You feel really connected and in it. And I don't know. You can create that vibe through a screen. Yeah. Although the opening number of La La Land, I feel like I was like felt in true. If it's well, it needs to be well made. I just can we like just people need to make sure if you're making a film of it. Like sometimes I think one chance we'll get. Yeah. Just make it good, please. And I think people sometimes just kind of do the film because they're like, "Oh, get a wider audience. That's good." Oh, we didn't talk about last five years. We've talked. Obviously, we did our last five years episode. I think that gave the show a wider audience, but not necessarily giving it in its best light to that wider audience. Yeah. So I just. I'm slightly anxious. The Cats movie makes me very anxious because <laughs> what the fuck and why the fuck? But you know, soon we'll know. Soon we'll know. Maybe. I am I feel so like intrigued. even watching it we won't we won't know. Even when we come out after it we still won't know we why won't know. why the fuck or what the fuck. Do you That's think there'll cats, be midnight, midnight That's cats. Should we go dress as cats? Uh, no. And yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> So that is it for this week's episode. As we said at the beginning, next fortnight, in two weeks' time, there will be an Olivier's episode where we'll talk about what happened on the night, if mm-hmm. there was any juicy gossip. Yeah. I'm sure there won't be. Celeb run-ins we had. <laughs> um, and also we'll obviously talk about the winners, the movers and shakers. Yes. That kind of thing. Um, I'm very excited about it. Yes, it'll be really fun. All right, I hope it's a good night. Yeah. Um, until then, thank you very much for listening. And we will see you in a fortnight. Goodbye. Bye.